0: The Writer Files, a member of the Podglomerate Network. Greetings, scribes. I have got some exciting news to share. The Writer Files now has an exclusive Patreon community where subscribers will get exclusive access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and content from productivity and publishing experts each month. In the meantime, just head over to Patreon.com slash The It's free to join Patreon to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's Patreon.com slash The Writer Files. Help us start something special.
1: power it's just amazing that that to me is the mark of any great writer mm-hmm. sometimes a cereal box man that chokes me up you know great writing on commercials or <laughs> you know it, you never know when you're going to come across it sometimes it's just a slogan you're like oh my god who wrote that and i wish i knew who you were because that was amazing why did not i think of those three keywords you know <laughs> got milk oh my god the perfect thing who are you got milk person you're amazing
0: A shout-out to the Got Milk copywriter. (laughs) (music) Greetings, and welcome back to The Writer Files. I'm still your host, Kelton Reed. And in part two of this file, prolific, award-winning, number one New York Times and international best-selling author, Sherilyn Kenyon returned... Talk about what it's like to be a literary legend with over 70 million copies of her books in print in over 100 countries. Sherilyn's considered one of the most popular and influential writers in the world and the multi-genre authors best known for her urban fantasy and paranormal romance, including her popular Dark Hunters series, now also a New York Times best-selling manga. Since her debut in the mid-90s, she's placed more than 80 novels on the New York Times list in all formats and genres, including. YA, children's books, coloring books, historical romance, under a pen name, and even graphic novels. Her Lords of Avalon series was adapted by Marvel. Ms. Kenyon's path to best-selling novelist was a winding one, but through all the ups and downs, she's cultivated an incredibly loyal fan community, who call themselves minions and who even design tattoos in honor of her more popular genre-bending books. Her latest bestseller in the expansive Dark Hunters series titled Stygian is described as a blend of tortured heroes, strong heroines, and historical mythology. Stygian was named one of the best science fiction and fantasy books of the year by Kobo, and Publishers Weekly has called it a delicious balance of suspense and sensuality. And just a quick note that this episode of The Writer Files is brought to you by the team at Author Accelerator, You know that book idea rattling around in your head? Well, now's the time to take it seriously. And working with an Author Accelerator book coach is the best way to write forward. Author Accelerator book coaches give writers feedback, accountability, and support while you write so you can get your idea out of your head and onto the page. And if you think book coaching sounds like a gig you'd like to do, many authors and copywriters have the exact skill set needed to become great book coaches, including managing a project and understanding that creative process. Author Accelerator offers intensive book coach training and master classes as well, so you can add this premium service to your own arsenal. Just head over to authoraccelerator.com slash writerfiles for all the information. That's authoraccelerator.com slash writerfiles. And in part two of this file, Sherilyn and I discussed why she prefers her PC over a Mac her unique workflow and organizational hacks for keeping all of her characters and worlds straight, why her intense workload and work ethic require combat napping, on viewing creativity as an adventure, how great writers make a human connection, and a huge shout-out to copywriters, and the author's great advice on storytelling and your obligation to the characters who choose you. And if you missed the first half of this show, You can find it in the archives at writerfiles.fm, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you tune in. And in the show notes, I did want to mention briefly that The Writer Files is also now available on Pandora. Stay tuned. The Writer Files is brought to you by my friends at copyblogger.com. Words that work. Build your online authority with powerfully effective content marketing. Get superior content marketing education, so you can build a remarkable online presence. Authors, bloggers, journalists, online publishers, and entrepreneurs, head over to copyblogger.com to learn more. That's copyblogger.com. And if you're a fan of the writer files, please click subscribe to automatically see new interviews as soon as they're published. And leave us a rating or a review over on Apple Podcasts to help other writers find us. Well, with so much um, writing experience under your belt at this point, have you ever run up against writer's block or anything like it, or is it a thing?
1: Um, it's definitely a thing. I, I have plenty of friends who suffer from it. I've had books that that I've started that I just kind of put aside, like um oh brain the green cover book. What's the name of you? <laughs> Oh my gosh, Kerrigan, Kerrigan, I told you, I, I can't remember, or maybe I didn't tell you, but I, I thought it in my head, I reek at titles, uh, Kerrigan's book, um, *Sort of Darkness, where I'll start it, and then I'll i will get like a couple chapters in, set it aside and for about four or five, no, it's longer than that, probably about 10 years, and then I went wow. back to it, because suddenly a decade later, I had to write the book, um, and it came out in, you know, like a month or less, so I had the whole thing. It just took it how you know, a good long yeah. time to come to fruition in my head. So I'll have that, but I don't I don't think of that really so much as writer's block. It's just I have these characters that are talking to me, but they needed more time to really gel in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of absolute writer's block, not really it's more I've got or you know, something where I'll be in the middle of a book um, I was doing. Uh, Fane's book when his son's book came up and, and Talene was like you, you can't tell that one yet because if you don't do mine first you're going to have a whole lot of spoilers so I had to stop that one go back write the son then go back and, and write dad's book so I've had things like that too where they've had they've shuffled each other Yeah. but again I don't think that's really writer's block per se I mean it, I've never had one where I, I couldn't write you know yeah. I mean I've had life get in the way But that's a whole separate, that's not, I couldn't write, that's more, I would love to write, but I have to deal with ickiness over here for a while, and yeah.
0: Sure, sure. Well, let's talk a little bit about your just kind of organizational hacks or uh, your workflow a little bit. Um, As as such a storied, um, traditionally published author and an author that's worked in a lot of different um, genres and mediums. Do you uh, work on a Mac or a PC?
1: Uh, I can do Mac. I would rather have my head hit with a tack hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I do PCs. I, I used to do graphics work. And if you think you can't lock up a Mac, hand it to me. I, I will show you. You can. <laughs> that was all. Yeah. In my office. Oh, nobody can lock up a Mac. Yeah, I can. Sure, I can.
0: <laughs> well, um, do you uh rely primarily on Microsoft Word now, or are you uh, have you tried some other um word processing? I'm
1: old school I'm word perfect to this day. Wow. I'm old school
0: <laughs> yeah and- I'm
1: actually a microsoft certified user, and I should be yes, Word is awesome, but I still prefer word perfect to this day.
0: Interesting. Well, that makes sense. I mean, a lot lot of, um, you know, writers that kind of were around at the beginning of, you know, as you say, um, beginning of the web and, and, you know, at being a programmer, you know, some of these, some of these famous authors use, um, you know, just like some very, very uh, unique workflows, but Word Perfect, uh, you know, has been around forever. It's tried and true, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and the thing I like about it is, you know, if you've got something every now and again, because we're typing real fast, we'll hit this weird key combination, and you'll get these, why Why are you doing that now? What's this weird back hang flow thing? And the one thing I like is you can sit there and reveal codes and pull it out. And mm. with Word, Word used to do that, and I can't find where they moved it if it's still yeah. there. So, yeah, with WordPerfect, it's a whole lot easier. I just keep that up and go, that's what I did. Yeah, I can yank it out quicker. It just saves me a lot of time when I'm... You know, staring out the window going, I should have been looking at the keyboard. What or the screen? What what language did I suddenly channel here? (laughs) Gibberish. That is not useful. Mm."
0: And just a quick aside to revisit the exclusive Writer Files Patreon community where subscribers get access to uncut ad free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns and a lot more. I know that for serious writers, it can be more distracting than ever to cut through the noise, stay productive, and home in on what's happening in the publishing industry. Over eight years, we've provided a looking glass into the habits of professional writers and publishing industry insiders. And as your humble host, I've decided to launch a membership-based Patreon for serious scribes to cut through the noise, swap tips and tricks, and hang out with like-minded peers. Just head over to patreon.com slash thewriterfiles for bonus writing resources monthly episode breakdowns for writer's happy hour, a community of your peers, ad free episodes and more. It's free to join to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreoncom slash the writer files. Help us start something cool and special. Keep calm and write on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for, for someone who um, has all these, you know, kind of uh, characters and languages floating around in your head, do you have any organizational hacks? I know you've talked about recently having to um, create a Bible or kind of a, uh, uh, a timeline for some of your characters and your stories. Uh, do you have a giant whiteboard or do you rely on any other organizational hacks like post-it notes to kind of keep track of everything?
1: Oh my god, my handwriting is so bad. That would be a bad idea. Although that would be cool because nobody could decipher it. I write backwards. I am so dyslexic. My words come out backwards. So I, and I used to love in college. People, can I borrow your notes? Sure. Good luck. Oh <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I do have a whiteboard, and it is funny when my kids come down. They're like, uh, "What? <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, quit hassling me. Um, I, I for the timeline. Um, since I had to do it for the, the screenwriters and all, I use, uh, what is it called? Aeon? Aeon Timeline? Mm-hmm. A-E-O-N, I think it is. Aeon? Aeon, however you say it, uh, which is a really great software. It's at relatively inexpensive, and it's wonderful. for the. And they really don't like this because I am an old-school programmer. I set up my own database, and it's really ancient software program that nobody's ever heard of and they really don't like me for it so they're all like it's the most mangled (laughs) database what have you done my god woman but it works for me because it's old and archaic and i like that in and of itself so yeah one day we're going to figure out that i didn't think about this at the time i was doing it because it's such an old program trying to get that up on the web yeah it doesn't (laughs) play well with with anything modern so yeah that was a bad idea but oops
0: (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like uh you are kind of a a mad scientist over there but uh how do you unplug at the end of a kind of a long day of uh, juggling all of the things that you juggle
1: i don't i'm in my chair till i collapse Hmm. i'm a workaholic it's a terrible thing
0: yeah, but I don't. There... I,
1: you know, if my kids are around, we'll play a game or something. But no, if I'm on my own, it's like, eh, no, I just I'm basically I write till I drop.
0: Yeah, do you sleep well?
1: <laughs> I I combat nap, so yes, I do. But I don't sleep long, so it's like, mm. and she recharges and comes back up.
0: Interesting combat nap. I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, which um, made it really
1: hard for my kids. They could never slip out of the house. <laughs> it's like I <laughs> see you. Yeah.
0: Those poor kids. Um, I know it doesn't sleep. No. <laughs> well, let's talk about creativity if you have uh, a little more time. Sure. Okay. How do you define creativity in your own estimation?
1: Uh, for everybody, for me, for
0: yeah, I don't know. I mean, world. it seems. Kind of part and parcel with, with um, so many prolific authors um, who are you know kind of living and creating these vast fictional worlds and series. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you could kind of bottle creativity, what what is it?
1: Uh, I think re- creativity takes many forms for many people. I mean, for me, you know, if you walk into my house, my house is like an ex- explosion of color. Um, you know, when I first was going down to Sherwin-Williams, it was hilarious when I walked in. The guy's like, do not to be afraid of color. And I went, I'm here to make your day. <laughs> you know, so, and whether it's, you know, doing something like that, where, you know, each room in my, each room in my house, is like a whole different theme. So, you know, I've got like the New Orleans room and a museum room and, you know, a cave room, literally, it looks like a cave. And you know, so it's that. Or even if I'm doing something simple like cooking, you know, when I cook, if I'm making like something witch's brew, then I make it in a little cauldron. So <laughs> I do just, to me, creativity is part of everything, whether I'm getting dressed or I like to be, you know, just, I like everything to be kind of a little adventure. And with my kids, it's kind of the same thing too. So except for my youngest one, who's very, He's not bland, it's just his creativity. He is a writer, but it's kind of funny because, you know, he's like, I want my peasant shirt and my jeans and nothing else. Mm. And so, Mm -hmm. we, you know, growing up, don't you want to be in costume? No. (laughs) Where did I go wrong? (laughs) You know, he's like, I I just, I don't want my food seasoned so much, Mom. What? (laughs) I have a whole cabinet. I just want salt and pepper. (laughs) What? (laughs) But, but, but spice, salt, and pepper. <laughs> so, But he's still very creative in that he creates his own games and such. So he, he is a programmer. He just does it all on computer. So, you know, he, he's really challenged my idea of what is creativity because your room is one color. Why and how? <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> he's just so basic. And he likes it that way. And yet he is very creative. Mm -hmm. on the computer, you know?
0: Sure. Just a quick reminder that this episode of The Writer Files is brought to you by Audible, who offer an unmatched selection of audiobook titles to choose from and seamlessly delivers the worlds of both fiction and nonfiction straight into your ears. For listeners of this podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day trial to give you the chance to try it. You can grab your free audiobook now by visiting audibletrial.com slash writerfiles. I just headed over there to grab bestseller Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, narrated by co-author and my friend Adam Skolnick. Well done, sir. It's the tale of David's incredible life story, how he rose above poverty, prejudice, and physical abuse, and through self-discipline, mental toughness, and hard work, transformed himself from a depressed, overweight young man with no future into a U.S. Armed Forces icon and one of the world's top endurance athletes. You can select and download any book of your choice for free by simply heading to audibletrial.com slash writerfiles. That's audibletrial.com slash writerfiles. What do you think makes a writer great?
1: Making people feel, making people care. You know, at that moment when, and it's anybody, whether it's just a letter, a postcard, that moment when you've made that human connection with somebody, and they're like, I felt, man, I'm with you. You know, if you can move people with words, whether it's 10 words or songs, that it doesn't have to, you know, my brother's a songwriter, and he can do in a minute and a half what it takes me a thousand pages to do. And to me, that that's brilliant. Hmm. You know, power. It, it's just amazing. That, that to me, is the mark of any great writer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the cereal box, man. That chokes me up. You know, great writing on commercials or, <laughs> you know... You never know when you're going to come across it. Sometimes it's just a slogan. You're like, oh, my God, who wrote that? And I wish I knew who you were because that was amazing. Why didn't I think of those three keywords, you know? (laughs) Got milk. Oh, my God. The perfect thing. Who are you, got milk person? You're amazing.
0: (laughs) A shout out to the got milk copywriter.
1: (laughs) And we don't know who it is, but you are like cultural now and we should know you. Cause that was amazing what you did.
0: Yeah, yeah we all we, know you,
1: but we don't.
0: We should know that author's name.
1: <laughs> thank you, right? <laughs> you're iconic, and nobody iconic. knows who you are. But you, thank you, thank you, Got Milk person. You enriched our lives.
0: <laughs> well, aside from the Got Milk author, uh, do you have any other favorite authors right now that you're just stuck on? A couple that maybe are sitting on your nightstand.
1: Um, gosh, I have many, uh, you know, um, and now all the names jumbled and (laughs) went right out my head. Um, you know, Quincy Allen's amazing. There's Alicia Hyder. There's, um, oh, Aaron, Aaron, your names, you've got three names and they always jumble. Aaron, Michael, Richie. Yeah, I got them in the right order. Dyslexia sucks so much. (laughs) <laughs> keep one, two names, two names. I can usually get those in order, although not always, which is really bad. If there are two first names, then I can jumble all kinds of ways. But yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Well, um. Oh,
1: and my son's, if he'll finish it.
0: What's that?
1: My son's, if he'll finish writing it, it's amazing. But I'm, I'm getting it in tiny little pieces. Finish the book. It's great.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And his, his author name?
1: He hasn't decided yet.
0: Uh, I see. <laughs> but but when he does,
1: I know, I, I wasn't thinking of you being a writer. So I gave you a name. No one can spell or pronounce. You might really because He's like, should I use a pseudonym? I'm like, probably because I was not kind to you. So <laughs> uh,
0: Right. Well, hey, Stephen King's kid did it. So
1: exactly. Yeah. You know, hey, Joe would be a good one. There you go.
0: But yeah, <laughs> no, his
1: name's Madig. And it's like, yeah, you probably do need a pseudonym because that that was a hard one I gave you son. Sorry.
0: Does he also write urban fantasy?
1: Uh, his is science fiction, which it, okay. it's just, it is a great little fun space opera.
0: Right. So if you have, right. So if you write sci-fi, you need a uh, a middle initial, apparently. Right. Philip K. Dick.
1: Or, although, yeah, I guess Maddox would work for that. But again, nobody can spell or pronounce it. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's a little hard to look it up.
0: Well, before we wrap up here with your advice to your to your fellow scribes out there, if if you could pick just one, fun, here's one fun one for you. If you could pick any author from any era for an all expense paid dinner to your favorite restaurant, who would you choose, and where would you take them?
1: Oh my gosh! Oh, that's a tough. Oh, anytime. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh God, that's so hard. There's so many. Do I have to pick just one?
0: I know you've said. I know you've talked about resurrecting Chaucer, um, because you would be able to. Right? Yeah, he would be good with
1: the Canterbury Tales. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. But okay, do I have to understand them? Would I magically have a translator?
0: Yes, magic translation. No translator. Okay, magic translator.
1: Homer. 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 Yeah. Homer would be cool.
0: And where would you take Homer?
1: His stomping ground. I want to go to, I I would like to go to Troy. Have him like personally tell me the tale of Troy. Hmm.
0: That'd be very cool.
1: Right? Have him like your own personal guide through it.
0: Yeah. That's a first on this show. So kudos. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Um, Before we uh, wrap up, I know you've talked about uh, I often ask authors if they have like a weird writerly fetish. Um, I know you've mentioned you have a vast sword collection. Is that is that true?
1: It's thinning out as my children grow up and move out, so <laughs> it's not as vast as it once was. It's like, could you leave your mom something? Why 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 are you taking that one? So, <laughs> yes, yes, it was.
0: <laughs> it was okay dwindling as the as the children take the uh the arm the armory the armament
1: i know right yeah trying to smuggle armor through my my son w- decided when you're at comic-con to take his armor with him and trying to smuggle that <laughs> through the tsa that was fun thank you kid for that uh yeah oh oh my god yeah <laughs> thanks your children do trying to explain that uh, ma'am do you know yes yes it's a full suit of armor yeah, they wouldn't let us check it. It weighs 100 pounds. What can I say? We had to take it in pieces. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: well, it, let's um wrap up before we talk about um where fans can connect with you next. On any advice you have for your fellow writers on just how to keep going, how to how to keep the ink flowing, how to keep the cursor moving.
1: Never give up, never surrender. But yeah, I know Galaxy Quest. Um, You know, to me, the the characters that are in our heads, I I have this weird thing that they're real. And so they kind of like window shop writers and they go around from head to head and go, okay, I'm going to pick you. You're going to be the one to tell my story because I think I like the way you tell it. And so to me, when you have these people, it's almost like an obligation that we have. And when those characters have chosen you, you really need to go. This is what I keep telling my sons anyway. When they're sitting there going, I can't do it anymore, Mom. You need to go tell their stories because nobody else can do it. They picked you for the job. And are you really going to disappoint them? Because if you don't tell it, nobody's going to hear their voices. And do you really want that to to go out of life thinking, I failed them, man. I failed those characters. Nobody heard them but me. Because it's kind of like Horton Hears a Who. Do you want to be... That little elephant, not letting them other people know that they're there. That whole little group, that civilization, go nowhere because you didn't tell it? Why? Don't do that. Sit down. I know it's hard. Life gets in the way, but let people hear them because imagine what it could become. It's hard, but just imagine. That's what we do. Imagine. Imagine if J.K. Rowling didn't write Harry Potter. Imagine if Chaucer never gave us the Canterbury Tales. And what if that's what you're hearing in your head right now? You don't know, but what if it is?
0: Yeah. Well, that is a fantastic place to wrap up. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your, your process and, and your words of wisdom. What is your next stop on the uh, <laughs> book con
1: I know, I do the same thing too. Yeah, I do a lot of those. Um, My next one is Pensacon, which is down in Pensacola. And then I get to go to Australia, which is going to be so much fun. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I get to go back.
0: The best place uh, to connect with you, looks like, is SherilynKenyon.com. Of course, I'll link to your homepage. I will link to your Twitter. And I will link to your uh, Facebook page there. Is there anywhere else you want to point listeners and readers to uh, connect with you out there in the world,
1: um, those will lead you to the other places. I have other blogs and stuff, but th- th- that's home base. So, yeah, those are the three main ones.
0: Well, we so appreciate your time and your work and your inspiring story. Thank you for taking the time to do this.
1: Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Thanks so much for joining us for this half of the Writer Files. And if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe to the show and leave us a rating or a review to help other writers find us. You can always leave us a comment or a question and visit the entire archives at writerfiles.fm, where we also humbly ask you to support the show with a secure donation to help us keep going. Just click the little yellow PayPal donate button over at writerfiles.fm. And you can always chat with me on Twitter at Kelton Reed. Cheers. Talk to you next week. And thank you.